Good morning and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. We are looking at attention on awareness, being awareness and being happiness in meditation. And here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Well, that didn't quite work out, but here we go. First caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, so thanks, everybody. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, who, who is this? This is Becca from San Diego. Hey, Becca. Hi. What are you seeing? Um, I'm seeing some challenges. I thought maybe I could get some advice or input on. I have to close something. I think I've got background noise. You do, but that's, that's okay. We can hear you. Okay. Can you hear me better now? You're fine. What's what's going on? Um, the assignment. I'm having a hard time not when I bring my attention to awareness of not seeing awareness as an object. I keep making it an object in my well, brain. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's that's perfectly fine because you know that. Right. So what that can say to you is you're not there, which right. doesn't mean you don't keep making the effort. Okay. If you're if you're trying to, I hate sports analogies too, but uh, <laughs> there we go. If you're trying to run a five minute mile, and you're mm-hmm. at eight minutes, the thing you know is you're not there. Yes. It doesn't mean you quit, but if you didn't know the difference, <laughs> you see, you'd be in really big trouble. And so that is true. It, it, we are profoundly conditioned to see everything as an object. So one of the, my favorite people uses the example of... Um, you, you, can, you can see everything in your surroundings, but you can't see your eyes. Now, it's true. You could go get a mirror, and you could see those things. That, but when you're looking through your eyes, the one thing you can't see is your eyes. You cannot make them an object. Right. And that's the same process that you're, you're looking at right now. And so you're aware of that. You're aware that, okay, I need, I need to keep practicing with this because I'm not yet having the experience that people are describing. Right. Yeah. Okay. You're on it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, Becca. Don't enjoy, enjoy the beautiful weather where you are. Okay. <laughs> bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Becca. Here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Jennifer on Woodby Island in Washington. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. Um, uh, for this whole week of this assignment, I was getting all this flack about, oh, I don't know what people are talking about, and I don't get it, and I'm not having the experience of attention on awareness, and a little voice dropped in, just said, just keep going. Mm-hmm. And then I got had this huge triggering emotional event 
and I could feel ego just cranking it up and all the stories, the usual stories coming and out of the blue came attention on awareness mm. and then it was gone. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, something that would normally have taken my attention for days mm-hmm. and it was just like, bloop, went over that hill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, so there, there is an awareness, right, <laughs> Jennifer, of, <laughs> that's operating and of the process that is going on. And it does talk to us in that very small, still voice that you just described, right? That our yeah. practice of SIG and meditation, I project for all these years, has, is a training, is a training to have attention on awareness, to be tuned to that awareness and... It, it, support, it supports us when conditioning escalates. Yeah. And we can absolutely trust that our practice will support us in those times if we show up and practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was great. And it was just like, oh, that was a refreshing blip, you know. There was a big mm-hmm. emotional storm and then it passed and that was kind of refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is refreshing, isn't it? When, because what we're present to is er- everything passes, <laughs> yeah. right? This too yeah. shall pass. And that, w- that place I think you're describing, right, Jennifer, when, when we hear those voices say, you don't understand this, you don't, we just have to um, use that as a clue at a certain point in our practice as a signal of where we are, right? The attention is on the mind. That's why I'm, I'm hearing those voices and they're loud and they're telling me what, I do and do not know, and it's just, uh, it's just interesting because clearly the mind is not awareness, and so uh, it doesn't know, it, it, I think we were looking at it yesterday, the quality of awareness is aware of itself. Ego is not aware of awareness, <laughs> so it right. says, oh, I don't know By that. By definition. Yeah, I don't know that, and so there we are. We just have to go, okay, I, I, I'm aware of where I am. Let me redirect my attention. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. May I, at this juncture, that was really helpful. That those, the, recognizing that those voices don't know. And so when we start hearing them, that's the signal to redirect the attention, not to get involved with them. Mm-hmm. Yes, I that, love that's critical. <laughs> well, I love what you said in in that in the orientation to meditation, right, Sherry? That you you don't push anything away, you don't uh, engage with anything. Nothing is rejected, nothing is taken on. It's just the practice of witnessing in meditation. Yeah, yeah. Where we 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 meditate to see where we are. Yes, and when we realize a voice is talking to us, it's a it's a, as you and Jennifer were just pointing out, it's a clear signal to go, whoops, <laughs> whoops, I need to redirect the attention. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so good. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, it's Karen from North Carolina. Hey, Karen. What you hey, doing? I'm so, so glad to be here. <laughs> um, yes. Oh my goodness! So this um, this week, the reading it really illuminated a koan that I've been practicing with with for years, and um, it may be something I made up, but it seems like it's something that I heard early on: being willing to suffer 
And I've always kept that in my mind. Well, what does that mean? And but today, <laughs> or in this reading, when it talked about, well, well, you know, the absence of suffering, yes, but we don't want to avoid suffering. And, that's right. And, and and so that's just it. Just illuminated that uh, how I was looking at that process. Yes, and it, it, that's that's huge, isn't it? Because trying to avoid suffering is how we suffer. It's ego saying no to life that is suffering. When we, when we say yes, we don't suffer. Now, anything in the world may be going on and probably will before we get out of here, but we don't suffer. Yes. Hopefully I haven't thrown you into another, another koan, but the, the little thing that goes with that is pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Suffering is... Suffering is what happens to us when we identify with an ego that doesn't want what's happening, an mm-hmm. ego that's saying no, then we suffer. If we, yes. don't, if we don't give ego uh, that green light to, yeah, you go out there and avoid suffering, then suffering is not going to happen. Oh, my goodness, yes. And, no, it didn't throw me into another... Um, place to look or how are you phrase that but it does uh you know i do see part of uh how you were addressing it earlier um uh, we have you know so this question would come up in my mind and i would just notice it and not get really involved with it because it also could be a trick from ego just to keep me distracted on something that's irrelevant that's right but it it stayed in there didn't it it just it's like, and that's, uh, that's how, as far as I can tell, life operates, right? So here's this really important thing. You're actually not in a place to get it yet, but don't forget about it because you're closing in on a level of conscious awareness that's going to make it clear for you. And so it's just, uh, you know, it's the old back burner. You know, I, I don't really get that right now. Okay, well, just slide it to the back burner. Don't try to get rid of it. Don't try to avoid it. And don't let ego forget about it. It just remains there in expanded awareness. And there's a moment when, oh, oh, I see. I get it. Okay, great. And, and over my years of practice, you know, to me that's one of the most exciting things is when the revelation occurs. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, it is. It's mm-hmm. those aha moments that people do awareness practice primarily in order to have. You know, uh, we're, going, we're going from the dark to the light, and it's thrilling uh, when everything is illuminated. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And yeah. I just want to uh, um, uh, confirm what was said, I think maybe even on yesterday's call, because I've been listening to every single call um, over and over, even though I haven't been able to participate live. But the um, inertia, you know, for, for most of the days, there has been something that has uh, come up that needs attending to at noon for me, but not always. And, and, and I right. can see how the inertia uh, gets created by non-participation. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And the point that you're making, yes, we were, we were talking about exercising or meditating or whatever, not being able to do it, but missing it, knowing, okay, these are life circumstances, all right, but as soon as I can, I'm getting back to that. 
-hmm. Because if we don't have that attitude of mind, of heart, then we will. We'll just slide off into a ditch somewhere and, um, you know, be brought brought to conscious awareness down the road with the ego saying, now look what you've done. Well, thank you both. It's great to be here live. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Karen. Okay. Go happy. Go happy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Karen. Next caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Ashwini. It's Jan in California. Hey, Jan. Hi. Well, I'm, <laughs> I think it, what I'm looking at, I think, ties in with some of the other callers today. Um, just loving practicing being in awareness, stopping and doing that as often as possible during the day, just the stopping part. But something that was said yesterday, I've been looking at, and I'm, I'm not seeing it, so maybe I didn't hear it clearly, or maybe it's what, what Sherry just said. It's just something to open up to. And that was the idea of awareness turning to awareness. Now, maybe I've experienced that, and I'm just not <laughs> um, hearing it for what it is, but could you say more about that? Uh, yeah, so you, you are referring to the conversation yesterday where there was awareness turning to awareness, almost like a mirroring process. Yes, uh-huh. yes. Uh-huh. And what, what, what are you seeing about it, Jen, as you, as you let it sit with you as a koan? Well, it's only been since yesterday, so um, it, it's more coming up as just that. Keep looking, mm-hmm. keep looking. But it's mm-hmm. almost, well, <laughs> maybe this is the whole point, that it's all, and this is where conditioning comes in. Well, what am I looking for? Well, that is the point, <laughs> to That's just right. be available to see. Um, so the question keeps coming up, and I call, <laughs> yeah. but I can see just in the question that it's just to be with that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like the koan. It's a koan. What is yeah. that? Yes, well, and uh, of course I'll have Sherry jump in and speak more to it, but I, I think the interesting part is to watch that process that you are aware of, right? <laughs> that the attention is, uh, that there is a process that wants to, uh, that, w- that wants to know, that doesn't understand. <laughs> there's an awareness of that, and so then there's the attention turning to that awareness, Right? rather than getting yes, engaged yes. with the content that we just were talking about. Right. So the, the movement of the attention to awareness is, is what assists us to be aware that we are in the content and in the trying to understand. Yes. And I guess just, you know, for some reason I just felt like I had to call, mm-hmm. but it's just to hear it mirrored, the process mirrored. Mm-hmm. Um, is terrifically helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To see yes. that it's the same thing that goes on, it's what I'm seeing right now, it's what goes on all the time mm-hmm. of the trying to figure out what is that instead of, well, instead of just the practice, although it's what I'm doing too, of just being open to what that might be, what that looks like. Have I experienced that? I don't know. That's right. And then, and then, holding that koan allows for the shift in attention to 
what would be informative and give us the information rather mm. than what won't, <laughs> right? That's why it's a koan, right? Because we recognize the process looking <laughs> for answers. That process, yes, yes. And that, and that it feels like, you know, that's not the, the turn, the exit I want to, I know that's not where I want to go. That's not where the, uh, the experience is. I don't want to say the answer because that's not it. It's not where the that's experience right. is. That's yeah. exactly right. And you word, use the word turn, right? Because that is a clue. Because where's the attention turning to? Exactly. Exactly. So thank you for mirroring what's going on for me because it, it's, it's getting outside of, hmm, outside of ourselves. This is where to me Sangha and guidance is so mm-hmm. critical um, <laughs> because sometimes we're just stopped on that road, you know, that it, yeah, just stopped. So thank you. Yeah. Well, and if I may, Jan, there's that last piece of that exploration, right? Because the, the question from the, from conditioned mind is, do I know, uh, Mm-hmm. Do I know? And as we process it, as there is the looking, as, as you just uh, modeled for us, if we hear what we say, we are actually, we actually do, within quotes, know. Right? Mm. Yes. Because you corrected yes. yourself. I'm not looking for the answer. I'm looking for the experience. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jen. For the record, I think you two did beautifully. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that, I mean, that's that's, that's the, the whole thing, and it's kind of um, parallel to what we were just talking about, Karen, right? So that question is there, what is it? What, what is that? What is it? What is that? <laughs> and, and so all of those questions can come from two places, right? They, they can be coming from Ehur, they can be coming from the heart. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And it's what makes people religious, right? Mm-hmm. Because there is that, um, show me, mm-hmm. show me, mm-hmm. let, let, show me. And it's not an ego, I want to know, so I'm going to know something. It's, a, it's a asking for clarity so that the love grows. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's going back to what Becca was talking about, right? That we're so conditioned to make it an object yeah. And to yeah. drop into that experience that Jan was talking about is a movement of attention. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Whether, whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello. This is Zoe from New Jersey. Hey, Zoe. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi. Yeah, so I wanted to call in because um, I realized that there are a litany of um, bamboozles, and one was that I'll never do the homework good enough to call in. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and you know, you, one of the things I bet you noticed is that it doesn't say anywhere in awareness practice, the way <laughs> we do it anyway, that if you don't meet that standard, you don't get to participate, right? If you... Right. If, because nobody sends your homework back with red checks on it, right? Or circles or whatever they are, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So I, um, I'm glad uh, the conversation is involving like koans and the spirit of inquiry because 
um, what just occurred to me to talk about was a really ongoing spirit of inquiry with um, meditation. And um, I've been holding in the spirit of inquiry um, whether or not it takes effort to attend to the breath. Mm. What are you seeing? You know, it's so... <laughs> the. empty of any Oops. meaning. Wait, wait, Hello? wait, Zoe, I, I, I lost you for just a second. Say, say that sentence again. Oh, dear. Um, no, you I said what, okay, good. Um, I, what I said was the word effort becomes empty of any meaning. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And what does that mean? Yeah. I still don't, well, what? and I still don't know uh, whether it takes effort to attend to the breath. And because I don't know what effort means. Aha, uh-huh. aha. Uh-huh. Although, I bet if you were doing something like lifting something heavy, you would be able to feel in your body what the effort is to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of a little clue for us, isn't it? So our muscles tensed. Uh, you know, do, hmm. do, is there a tightness? Is there that sort of thing? Mm-hmm. And not, not to, you know, not to give anything away, Zoe, or stop you from having your own fun. <laughs> uh, but the folks who have been doing this for a really long time point out that how we are, our authentic nature, is absolutely effortless. It's mm-hmm. easy. It is being that that mm-hmm. it takes no it takes no tense muscles to be, <laughs> and but it takes a ton to become a separate self who's going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, other other meditation techniques um, that and teachings and things will will. Um, I guess, accuse um, this type of meditation as being effortful. But I don't, I, th- I suspect, you know, that that's true, that it doesn't take any effort. And um, that has been, you know, now that you're saying it, um, that has been the experience that if, um, that, that the lie is that it does take effort. That's it's right. just, you know, I'm looking at the nitty gritty of that, um, of what of what that is and how you know of course that's what you know <laughs> the nitty gritty of of how how does parsing you know that parsing yeah what in what yeah mental effort yeah. and what yeah. is yeah. yeah so well and Zoe you can see it in that right there's conditioned mind going well but what about and they said and mm-hmm. then that and but mm-hmm. that must be and you think oh my God can we just drop that and find that space between the thoughts and just chill for a minute because, you know, even Mm -hmm. if I got to some sort of a place of, uh, you know, the giant voice beyond the clouds yells down, yes, that's right, Zoe, (laughs) you know, (laughs) what would we have? Because then, you know, I just have to go through that process with the next thing that conditioned mind says, well, yeah, but what about? Exhausting. Mm-hmm. So, you mm-hmm. know, I, I've, I've always taken great comfort in, I don't know, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't, it doesn't seem like I need to. <laughs> Almost everything uh, that, that is valuable in life, well, I don't know. I don't know. Is mm-hmm. that the right thing? Is that the wrong thing? I don't know. Agonizing about mm-hmm. it doesn't seem very happy. <laughs> right? And then there's mm-hmm. that sense of everything valuable that I've ever received in my life just occurred to me, just dropped in, just appeared. I didn't mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. right. Thank you. So maybe that may, and Zoe, maybe that's a, a good part of it. it. And the reason that we uh, uh, intentionally didn't say, now get on your cushion, set your timer for 30 minutes, um, and assume this posture and sit there until, you know, it's just um, find a comfortable spot and turn the attention to awareness mm-hmm. for whatever period of time you've got. Yeah, you can do it in your car, before work, after work, do it at lunch, right? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Zoe. All right, I think we have time for one more caller, Sherry. So here we go. Next right. caller, you're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sweeney. Hi, Sherry. It's Karen from California. Hey, Karen. Hey. Um, well, I've been enjoying this um, this assignment, and I what I've been looking at is um, I've been noticing... Um, the, I, and I've been looking at this for a while. Uh, I get um, I get really enthusiastic about stuff, and I mean, kind of like little tiny things. I just get like, and you know, just there's all this enthusiasm, and and it's it feels happy, you know. And it, but what I've been doing, um, and it will happen in meditation. It'll happen anywhere. It happens all the time. I've been turning awareness to the enthusiasm like becoming aware of it because it's not and I and I've been kind of using it as a stepping stone I guess you'd say to um, turning attention to awareness like looking at the enthusiasm or the excitement as a process because it can, the enthusiasm, excitement can become kind of giddy. And um, so I don't know if that makes sense. But that's just, that's where I've been working and looking. Uh-huh. And, um, and, yeah. So I think here's what you're saying, right, Karen? Uh, and I, it's, you said it beautifully. Enthusi- looking at enthusiasm as a process, right? Because... For, for most conditioned people, feeling happy and enthusiastic is not suffering, right? Right. So it's, a, it's a, within quotes, a good state of mind to be in because I'm happy. I'm enthusiastic. I have a lot of energy. I want to participate. And yet there's a difference between the enthusiasm that is uh, uh, within awareness and enthusiasm, that's a collapsed awareness. Because what you're looking at is that enthusiasm becomes an identity, right? There's a lack of consciousness in the enthusiasm. And that's why 
bringing it into the process of awareness is what what we do because yeah. if I have noticed that enthusiasm turning into unconsciousness I really want to bring conscious awareness to it as a process yeah that that was that was exactly um, what was coming up for me is that if it can be a place of collapsed awareness maybe it is always a place of collapsed awareness but um, and and uh, but to become aware of it then there's just there's just this um, I don't know how to describe it but it just feels so much more grounded and um, happy um, you know it's a, it's the quiet it's the it it's um so anyway it's been a good place for me to be practicing because um that enthusiasm can kind of be well it it, it can be that collapsed place and that's not good <laughs> like that's not good when you're doing anything to be in collapsed awareness so yes. anyway well, I think what you're saying is two other things, right, Karen, that the quality of, uh, of that high energy can so be taken, uh, take, siphoned by the ego for, for us to go unconscious yeah. in order to do something unskillful that it can then beat us over the head about, yeah. right? And yeah. that's, that's the circuit that you're trying to avoid by making sure that, the, that conscious awareness is there for all of it, and and your experience is that it feels you use the word giddy for that enthusiasm of unconsciousness and grounded for the enthusiasm of consciousness, right? And so we just get to see all of that operating, yeah. and that when we say it's not good, I project what you're pointing to is we don't ever want to be unconscious, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> because that's not that's not what we are aspiring to as awareness practitioners. And if we are, we want to see how we got there. And so that whole place of, I'm doing it because presence is my heart's desire, yeah. not the absence yeah. of awareness. Yeah, and there, you know, and there's there's nothing wrong with being enthusiastic, but when that is the whole deal, yeah. that's what takes me out of the dining hall at the monastery, and I get halfway down the path and realize I've got my kitchen shoes on. You know that that and those are the kinds of things that can happen in that place, and so it's it's just it's just been such a nice stepping stone um, because it happens so much this enthusiasm that it to have it be the stepping stone to like oh here it is mm -hmm. yes because and, it's always, yeah not what but how right enthusiasm yeah. is a, is is not bad or good. But how is the enthusiasm stemming from consciousness or not consciousness? Yeah. It makes it a very big deal. Yeah. 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 And to bring it into consciousness, to, to bring it into awareness, then, I don't know. It's just, that's been a fun place for me to practice, and I'm sensitive to the time. So thank you very much. Thanks, Karen. Okay. That's great. Yes, and I was just going to say, right, Cherry, there's that place of bringing everything into awareness and, every, and mm -hmm. actually bringing awareness to everything. Well, and the, <laughs> the point that you two are making is, is the whole deal, yeah. right? That there's nothing good or bad about anything. It's, is it, is it, 
are we conscious or unconscious? Or is this happening in awareness or not? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So that brings well. us to the end of the show. So we will talk to everybody tomorrow. All right. Thanks, everybody. Go happy. Go happy.